Hey friend, how are you? I hope you're well. Today I want to talk to you about how you beat the Instagram, YouTube, TikTok algorithm and really succeed in your business. 2022 is the first year where I'm truly in the black as an entrepreneur. I have been an entrepreneur since 2019 and this is also the first year where I'm making six figures in my business. I have crossed the six figure mark and I do not plan to look back. The interesting thing about that though is that if you were to look at my social media following, my subscribers, my numbers throughout all of my social media, you probably wouldn't think that I'm doing as well as I am. As of the day that I'm recording this, my YouTube has 208 subscribers, my Instagram has 1,400 followers, and my TikTok has about 183 or so followers as well. In the numbers of the social media content creation world, this is not even micro-influencing in my opinion. It's like you're just getting started, you're figuring out what you're doing. But at the same time, this has been my most lucrative year ever. One of the hardest things that you really deal with in this social media world, in this content creation world, in having your business online is the algorithm. It is constantly changing. On Instagram, they're saying that you need to do reels, but your reels should be about five to seven seconds. On YouTube, they're pushing shorts more than anything. And it can seem like you're constantly chasing your tail. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't know what the trends are so that you can reach your full potential. But at the same time, only focusing on the algorithm and chasing the algorithm can actually put you at a disadvantage in your business because there are so many other ways that you can gain success and gain the objectives that you have for your business. One of the ways to really beat the algorithm is to figure out where your target audience lives and go straight to them. For me, in the corporate side of my business, which is consulting, speaking, and some copywriting, I realized that Instagram, YouTube is not necessarily where they live. They are more alive and flourishing on LinkedIn. And even with LinkedIn, I'm not there posting every single day in my LinkedIn feed or reaching out to people in that manner. I more so make strategic connections, slide into their LinkedIn DMs or shoot them emails once I know who the contacts are, right? So if I were to be looking for success in my business and I'm here chasing the algorithm, I'm actually hustling backwards because this is not where they live. So for your business, ask yourself, where does my target demographic live and how can I get in the door of their house? And then you can use your content that you've already created, even when your numbers are low, to enter into their house strategically and really show them your subject matter expertise and why they need to work with you and you're the best option available. If you realize that your ideal customer base doesn't even live in the spaces where you have been creating content, that doesn't mean it's a waste. This is just another way for you to beat the algorithm because you are able to leverage your content. I recently had an interview for an opportunity that I was really excited for. And after I got the opportunity and I was speaking with the hiring manager, they actually told me that when we saw your resume and the work that you do and you put a link to the fact that you have a podcast and you're on YouTube, 
I actually went and looked at some of your videos and watching your videos allowed me to understand that one, you knew about this subject and two, the way and the style that you presented with. So this content that I'm creating here on YouTube where I don't necessarily have a lot of subscribers yet is actually not a waste because in the spaces where I'm trying to hit my target audience, they are coming back to see what has she done, what is her social proof, what is her subject matter expertise, and from there they are now able to find all this content that I've created and use it to justify why they should work with me. So I don't want you to think that it is a waste to do what you're doing where you're doing it, even if where you're doing it isn't where your subject or where your ideal clientele lives. Because if your information, if your content is evergreen, people are going to find it. And when they find it, they are going to be able to use it to deduct the fact that you're beneficial to whatever it is you say you want to do for them. Another way to stop going crazy over obsessing about the algorithm is to remember that more followers doesn't necessarily equate to more money. Um, I think I'm an example of this and I know quite a few people who are examples of this as well. They have been able to take their business and shoot it into six figures, into high five figures, just by virtue of leveraging what they have and moving it elsewhere. I think that the craze around hitting certain numbers can seem good, but sometimes it doesn't really work out the way we expect it to. I've been noticing something a lot on TikTok where individuals who have amassed huge followings on TikTok have a meet and greet or start to sell a product or collab with somebody to sell a product and their product doesn't sell or they have that meet and greet and unfortunately people don't show up. Why? Because they have not personally been attached to the content that they're creating. Maybe they're creating things that are funny and people like it for a good laugh or a good moment of not really thinking too hard. But when it comes to actually wanting to know that person as an individual, feeling close enough to them to really tap into the know you, like you, trust you factor that takes you into the next level, they don't have it, right? So I've seen some people who have had maybe 5,000 followers on Instagram and they are getting crazy big deals, much bigger than other individuals who have maybe 15,000 subscribers, right? And this is because they are taking and leveraging what they have, packaging it in a way that is undeniable to their target demographic and presenting it to them. And through that strategic presentation, they're able to actually benefit in ways where people who have much more numbers than them and who on the outside in the vanity metric space may look like they're succeeding, so I want you to not necessarily think that I can't get into the spaces I want to get into because I don't have the numbers yet. What do you have right now that can get you there? What do you have that can open the door enough, even if it's just a tiny little crack, so that when you step into that room, you can then show them everything you have that maybe the vanity metrics of numbers isn't really going to show for you. The final way to really beat the algorithm is to figure out your best mode of impact. I am an individualistic person. If you ever meet me in person, 
unless it's somewhere where I'm extremely comfortable and maybe no 40 to 70 to 100% of the people, I'm probably not going to work the room. But what I do know how to do well is work an individual. If I meet you and we get to talking, I can assure you that based on my skill set, by the end of that conversation, I'm going to know what's important to you. We're going to have a good conversation and we're going to feel close to one another like we've known each other for years. So with this being said, when I am using my content and leveraging it to get the goals that I want, I am good in the DMs. That is where I live. I go into the DMs, I meet an individual, I set up a 15 minute call with them or a meeting. And from there, I am able to pitch myself effectively. And almost every time I gain a relationship that ends up being lucrative financially and relationally because they will introduce me to other people who can connect me with what I want to do if they are not able to do it. So figure out your zone of genius, how you work and maximize that. You don't need to be at every networking event. You don't need to be all over the place. Focus, strategize and execute effectively. And you'll find that all of these algorithms and the constant moving pace of the target of success won't be your problem anymore because you're going to know how to be authentically yourself and over time that's going to continue to attract the people who are meant to be with you who are meant to work with you who are meant to support you who you're meant to touch because you're doing it in a way that is authentic to yourself so i hope this helps i hope it gives you some perspective to really enter into your content creation, your business strategy, whatever you want to call it in a way that is true to you and then begin to see the fruits of that labor. Don't get me wrong. You should still know what the trends are as you're continuing your marketing strategy, figure out what the trends are and align yourself with that in a way that is true and honest to you. But don't feel like this is the only way to find success because there are so many more ways to do it. So I want you to continue to do the work continue to be kind to yourself and remember that you're a work in progress making progress and we will talk again soon bye